Blog Talk Radio. Peace to the God. You already know, man. Yo, yo, yo. Bohemian wizardry, you fraud them thieves be killing me. The enemy is close. You both lies on our identity. I feel like he who stepped, architect like M. Hotel. Son had the son himself to guard deadly with the art. I fit dark with a slit heart. You can feel it in your bone marrow before the shit starts. Standing in the cold with a scroll that was written in gold. Behold the old glimpse that was never untold. Infinite like the eight seven dwelling in your melon. No felon though the unrighteous say that I'm rebellious. I'm primal. My rhyme suicidal. I worship no idols. My style of all the gems going down in a spiral. You stuck in your root. My intelligence past my cool. The God is the truth. Every time I step in the booth, you stepped on the stoop. Got Scoop the swoop in my loop. Do the knowledge, whack them seeds, get played like blue. It was the son of the saw, a gift from the gods. Who rules flying through the sky with golden wings. Submerged into the light. Naughty body, golden king with the scepter of justice. Melanin cultivating chain until we are Aquarians. Finally becoming one with the righteous sun. So long, souls are raw. Magnificent glow with unconditional love. Scattered rays for days from the heavens above. Soul below the souls. Trapped in the lowest depths of hell, incarnated into 76 trillion cells. To break free, we must be refined, masculine and feminine properties combined. The devil is the author of confusion, 183,000 divisions and religions. Denomination that's post-schism and isms. Though isn't it written in the Bible that Jesus spoke in parables? The scriptures and gospels aren't just historical. Many passages weren't meant to be taken literal. Most of it is allegorical, based on esoteric principles. Baptist versus Methodist, Pentecostal holiness versus Jehovah's Witness, Mormons versus Seventh-day Advances. Atheists and agnostics, divine and constant tactics of the reptilians, lower fourth dimensional aliens. So beware of the draconian Satanists. Yo, they aim to imprison all true beings through ignorance. So we crush the head of Leviathan. Battle mind control, civilian suggestions, brainwashing, indoctrination, using religious politics, education, economics, health and labor, entertainment and war. Yo, sex and law. In this chessboard game called Life, we've all been pawns. Puppets on strings controlled by demonic spawns. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. I meet the sun reflection, go to unk on my necklace. Rebirth of the earth, I can feel a resurrecting. Beaming my bacaba to the star system, serious. The time to fall home, if you know what ascension is. I'm here to raise the frequency, I do it through my music. But when I die, my body mummified by Anubis. Return to the afterlife, some call it paradise. I astro project to meet my ancestors every night. Through the transition, everything is unfolding. Hold a mirror to the ones with alternative motors. I never changed my integrity, the fit in the matrix. Came from many lifetimes since the dawn of creation. I'm on the sounds from the galaxy, playing like trumpets. We coming forth by the day, but you can stay up and coming. I can screw you in this life, but we can wait till the next one. Open your mind to all things, then I give you the lecture. I'm alive, but y'all still don't know me. Call him Ryan, let him 
Even though they think that I'm weird I've been disposed to different information over the years The type of shit that make you wonder Am I really a human or is my body just an avatar Living a movie Equipped with all my God particles Made up for atoms Create a wormhole by cutting space and ripping the fabric I'm just a one who realizes origin off of this planet Starships in the sky and preparing for landing Come about the mind control that the media feeds you They all spitting clones with teleprompts Fear to deceive you I would never fear a thing My soul forever lasting Came from many lifetimes From the city of magic Angelic life being in the physical form But chemtrails in the sky to do the physical harm What the hell would it take just to render your lawn I can't wait till the day that this earth is reborn I'm alive, but y'all still don't know me Call him Ryan, let him come down to hug me Oh God, I told you y'all couldn't budge me Up high, I know the universe loves me I'm alive, but y'all still don't know me Call him Ryan, let him come down to hug me Oh God, I told you y'all couldn't budge me Up high, I know the universe loves me Just with the gods I relate 
Mental alchemists watch love conquer hate I am in a golden razor above my head to figure eight In a devil's head, severed on a dinner plate Before the throne of God, all devils will meet the fate Below the mason dick, surrounds the future gray Imperial, ethereal, sound the trumpets through the stereo Murders of mice, that's why I scratch off the cereal Reverse creation, send you back to some minerals South Shaolin, double MC is the abbot Morris be the nation, black men's land, we gotta have it Restore the throne, I'd rather kick the savage When disaster strikes, actual facts you can't manage A fool's on deck, sink ships like Titanic Spread a fear across the land, causing a justified panic Amongst the brain dead Zombies, grab this bits of bandits while these wicked overseas collect residuals in their hammock. Corporate folks forever remain rancid, poisoning to the mind, afflicted subconscious damage. A Melchizedek moving through 50 states, only transmitting what their gods are relate. Mental alchemists watch love conquer hate. I am in a golden rays above my head to figure eight. A Melchizedek moving through 50 states. Hermie transmissions with their gods I relate Mental alchemists watch love conquer hate I am in a golden razor above my head to figure eight Return of the ancient one, the Moorish Naga The dragon rider, a breathing fire Generator, operator, destroyer A self-lord and master, instructor A Kama Sutra, practicing Tantra A Kriya Yoga, a Kutalini The resurrector, Shishuna, the eater Pingala, awakening the seven chakra To come the avatar, Muhammad the conqueror Put the sword to your juggler Send it to the ether The water, air, fire, bender The earth ruler I shit in the new era In the saga I spirit terror Every sound of horror Reflection crack mirrors Minds made feeble Dreams crumble The curse dribble Thieves in the temple Raise the mental Beyond the four devils You whack motherfuckers You know what I'm saying? All you goddamn cool niggas out there You know what I'm saying? Yo, it's time to put that fucking rope around their goddamn throat You know what I'm saying? Cause you didn't, you didn't all this goddamn hip hop. That's why hip hop dead, motherfuckers. Yeah, cool yeah. All right, all right, all right. Appreciate y'all coming in tonight. We're gonna get into ancient Ethiopia and the origin. All right, and the origin of Gnosticism. All right, um, we know the so-called origin of Christianity somewhat, but real Gnosticism is ancient Ethiopian information, Kushite. All right, information. So we're going to get into that information tonight. So just hold on. You know how we do. We got to go to the presentation. Let y'all check out what's going on. So y'all can see everything is everything. All right, so let's get to it. All right, we got to do the so-called warning. You know what I'm saying? It says federal law allows citizens to produce, reproduce, distribute, and exhibit, all right, um, portions of copywritten motion pictures, videotapes, or video discs under certain circumstances without authorization of the copyright holder, right? And it says this infringement of copyright is called fair use and is allowed for purposes of criticism, news, reporting, teaching, and parody. All right, so you know what we do here? We teach. Of course, sometimes we get silly with this shit, but hey. But anyway, let's look at it. Dr. Albert Churchward in his book is one of his most famous books, The Origin and Evolution of Religions. He held that the ancient 
African Pygmies and the Nubians, the Ethiopians, Kushites, were the real originators of religion. <laughs> All right? The late Count um, C.F. Barney, in his book, The Ruins of Empires, he writes, all religions originated in Africa. The Ethiopians conceived themselves, said Theodorus, a Greek historian, to be of greater iniquity than any other nation. They supposed themselves also to be the inventors of divine worship, of festivals, of solemn assembly, of sacrifices, and every other religious practice. The late Dr. Brest, famous Egyptian, but Egyptologists, I should say, maintained that the Ethiopians were the first in religious thought and aspiration to the world. All right, so these historians all state this was before Egypt, before Kemet. All right? Now, not to state that Egypt is not the most famous and most known for these teachings, because they are. There's no doubt about that, as the handwriting is still on the walls today. However, um, Herodotus states that Egypt was also a colony of Ethiopia, in which that got permission to drudge the Nile, in which that, that became the land in which that they inhabited. All right? So, let's look at Gnosticism and early Christianity. Gnosticism is a philosophy or philosophical and religious movement which started in pre-Christian times, before the Christians. Because remember, Christians become Christians until Antioch. And that actually is where we get the word creeding. All right? If you don't know what creeding means, look it up in the dictionary. It had its source in the Jewish community of Alexandria. Right now, let's 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 get this right. It's not the Jewish, as in the Jewish people that we know today. It is actually the black Jews who are the Hebrews or Israelites. All right, as we refer to them nowadays, that was in the community of Alexandria and been later picked up by some Christian groups in Judea or Judea and Galilee. The name is derived from the Greek word Gnostic, which literally means knowledge, insight, and enlightenment. The Syrian Egyptian school of Gnosticism, right? Manesianism and Mandianism means knowledge of life. Now, remember these two groups of Gnosticism. You will see something very important because it's still in your Bible today. Central Gnostic beliefs that different from Orthodox Christian teachings include the creator as a lower being. Uh-oh the creator as a lower being. When we know who that is, that's Abdullah who is known as Yahweh, Jah, Yah, 
Jehovah. Okay? So when Jay-Z called himself Hova, you know, which is the same word as Hawa, is talking about the elements in which that forms life into existence. Right? Or this lower being. Which isn't necessarily anything wrong with this. That's how you got here into the physical world. We call it sex. S-E-X or S-I-X, where the S-E-X comes from, six. We're just talking about the formation of the physical man as he has six points. Like a six-pointed star configuration. And from the male is what and who determines is the, the, the masculine and feminine or male and female being. Right? Demiurge, the lower being called Demiurge, means public craftsman. Public craftsman. Right? And not a supreme deity. The belief that all matter is evil and the body is in a prism or a prison. Prism, you get it? Prison to be escaped from versus the Nicene Creed teaching that there will be a physical resurrection of all people. The belief that the material world created by the Demiurge, this is, as you will see, the different Gnostic schools sometimes identify the Demiurge as Araman, El, uh-oh, so the Gnostics believed that L was a lower deity. Sackless, Samuel, Satan, Yadalabros, or Yahweh. This lower god is sometimes called Yadalabros or Idalabros or Jalabros. From Aramaic word meaning begatter of the heavens. The begatter of heavens. So when we talk about the heavens, we talk about the seven heavens. The Quran speaks of the seven heavens. These are merely the seven atmospheres in which that surrounds the planet Earth. Or correlates to the planet Earth. All right? You have the stratosphere. You have the magnetosphere. The Mesiosphere, Dionysphere, so forth and so on. These are the various spheres. These are the various heavens. This is Jehovah, the God of the Hebrew Scriptures, Old Testament. This is why those who claim to be the Jewish people now, or as Revelation, the second chapter, the ninth verse, Revelation, the third chapter, the ninth verse states, there are those who say they are Jews, but are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. He is portrayed as the creator of the earth and its life forms. He is viewed by Gnostics as fundamentally evil, jealous, rigid, lacking in compassion, and prone to genocide. The Demiurge thinks that he is supreme. Now, understand that this is all talking about your lower self, your lower nature. Lust, greed, jealousy, and envy. 
His pride and incompetence has resulted in the sorry state of the world as we know it and in the blind and ignorant conditions of most of mankind. Gnosticism seen Jesus as a spirit that seemed to be human, leading to a rejection of the incarnation, which is the deism. Christ was pure spirit and only had a phantom body. So Gnostics seen Jesus as a spirit that seemed to have a body. Christ was pure spirit and only had a phantom body. Do you understand what they're saying? Most don't. What they really mean is that it's talking about the breath. Because Jesus is shoe with the personification of air, which holds in your physical body together. It's called sympathetical and centrifugal force. The yin and yang, referred to as insulation and exhalation, the breath. So Jesus, whose name in Aramaic is Yahushua, and in Hebrew it's Yahshua. In English, it is translated transliterated as Joshua. All right. So it's talking about the breath. The Gnostics believe this. So I'm the only one teaching this information that Jesus do exist, but not as no cracker, not as no so-called just black man, but as a spirit. Because remember, the word spirit, when you look it up, is synonymous with breath. And when you look up breath, it's synonymous with spirit. One and the same. So Jesus as a spirit, talking about Jesus as breath, that seemed to be human, right? Because the breath, in order for me to see that you are living, you must breathe. Have a physical body. Leading to the the rejection of incarnation, of the incarnation. As one, this is what this means. They they, They rejected the incarnation of just one person who had or were endowed with the spirit, Jesus, or Christ, who was pure spirit and only had a phantom body. The phantom body is talking about your auric field. That is emitted from the physical body. Based on your breath, you can make it range from three feet to more than 15 feet outside of you. Your auric can expand based on your breathing techniques. Some Gnostics believe that Christ's resurrection occurred at or before Jesus' death on the cross. Well, we hope that it does. So before you physically die, and your body symbolizes that cross, because when the soul comes into the physical body, what happens is that you will see like a cross at the top of your head. And that becomes the soft spot area in your head for at least seven years before it becomes hard. And your grandma tell you, sit your little hard-headed ass down somewhere. I know that's what my grandma told me. (laughs) So you come in the cross. 
at the cross where I first saw the light. And the burden of my heart rolled away, rolled away. Oh, you remember that shit. Don't act like it's been a long time. When you just got out the church yesterday. Some Nazis believe that Christ's resurrection occurred at or before Jesus' death on the cross. You will want to raise Kutalini, which symbolizes the resurrection, in your body before the physical death and the soul leaving out through the top of the head, hence the cross. This is why Jesus was crucified on the Mount Golgotha, Mount Calvary, called Golgotha in Aramaic. Golgotha in Aramaic means the place of the skull. So see, people can keep trying to reject this information over and over again, whatever the case is. But this shit is indisputable. And I got to teach you the real science of what's going on. Not this spooky shit outside of yourself. Like most of you believe. Holy Quran, fourth chapter, the 156 ayat, 100 through 159 ayat, that they rejected faith and that they uttered against Mary a grave false charge that they said in boast, we killed Jesus Christ, the son of Mary, the message of Allah. But they killed him not, nor crucified him, but so that it was made to appear to them and those who differed therein are full of doubts with no certain knowledge, but only conjecture to follow. For of a certainty, they killed him not. So you can't kill the breath. Can't kill Jesus? Freaking retards. You looking at, you thought about a man from two from two thousand years ago. An Albion pale man from two thousand years ago, looking feminized. Come on, turn the other cheek. Hit me on that one too, master. This is all your conjecture based off of what you read and studied, but you didn't take it into a metaphysical, esoteric, occultic state. Therefore, you suffer, and my people die for a lack of knowledge. How you going to kill Christ Jesus, the son of Mary, which means illusion, mirage? Mary is the same word as mirage which means seed of illusion. It's an illusion. You're dealing with craftsmen, magi, magicians, the messenger of Allah. In order for you to even be able to become a messenger, hence Messiah, you must have the breath of life and resurrect yourself. And resurrect yourself before you check yourself. By the time you check yourself, you better, before you get wrecked, before you get wrecked, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. And the only way you can do that is by resurrect yourself. All right, resurrect yourself. Mary realizes the Kundalini energy. She's raising Christ Jesus up, which is that seed, Adam, 
that is produced in the brain in which that get lodged within the solar plexus in the manger and must be resurrected. That's what this is talking about. So how can you kill a thing in which that happens internally? Of course you can nowadays with GMO foods, bacteria spores, coming from the sky, chemtrails, aluminum, barium, forgetful agencies, um, agencies, fluoride in the water, forgetful agent, tap water specifically, even bottled water by Nestle and others. This is how they're poisoning us. Nay, Allah raised him up unto himself, and Allah is exalted in power. Why? And there is none of the people of the book, Jews or Christians, but must believe in him, Jesus, before his death. And on the day of judgment, he, Jesus, will be a witness against them. How can Jesus be a witness against them? So you thinking of that you're going to see the pearly white gates with this pearly uh, uh, Albion, European, pale-skinned, feminized man waiting for you to come. But that's what the pictures reveal to you. Here I, here I am at five, and I'm a master of Sesame Street at five years old. And the song was, one of these things just doesn't belong here. One of these things just doesn't belong. I'm looking at a so-called black congregation, black ushers, black missionary boy, black deacon boy, black choir, black minister, pastor, white Jesus. One of these things just doesn't belong. One of these things just doesn't belong. That belong here. This is talking about the breath. The day of judgment is talking about the day in which that you physically die. And your breath will be the witness against them, or against you, rather. This is shown to you on the ancient Egyptian scales. The heart will be weighed against the feather. The feather is actually talking about the breath. That's the feather of shoe, S-H-U, Jesus. And if the heart is lighter than the feather, lighter than the breath, because the breath is what gives you your experiences. So if you don't have all this guilt, rejection, this disappointment, depression, hatred stored up in you, the heart will be lighter than the feather. And you won't have to incarnate again. See, this is why it leads to a rejection of the incarnation. In other words, they don't want to incarnate again. So their whole purpose is Gnostics were to make sure that their heart was lighter than a feather. Same thing is taught in Buddhism. Nam yo horen geki yo, 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 nam yo horen geki yo. Same thing is taught in Hinduism. Oh, mighty pat me hum, oh, mighty pat me hum, oh, mighty pat me hum, oh, mighty pat me hum. Same thing was taught in the ancient Kemetic. 
University, Professor Double M. Jennings, William Jennings, could be PhD, and Honorable Clement Allen all agreed that hundreds, if not thousands, of ancient manuscripts, tablets, carvings, indisputably or indubitably proves that all races of people that have ever inhabited the earth have strived or striving at the best they could to leave records of the chemistry and physiology of their own bodies. Hmm. Science, Egyptology, Indo-Iranian, Chinese, Japanese, Persian, or Sanskrit, all forever strove to solve the riddle of the human body. To drive the point home, these wonderful holy books are fables, parables, allegories, dealing the chemical, physiology, anatomical, and astrological operations of the human body. You don't believe it? Read God Man, The Word Made Flesh by George W. Perry and Inez E. Carey. The problem is that an uninitiated, unlooked person, unlearned person, may read a passage and give it his own interpretation, but the interpretation may not be correct or as in depth as needed. Therefore, Denomination, sex, cults, schisms, and isms may be formed around their interpretation. A cognitive meaning tending to bring a memory, mood, or image, for example, subtly or indirectly to mind, but not necessarily the denotive, denotative meaning, having the power of explicitly denoting or designating, or naming. So, what you've been taught in, whether you're Baptist, Methodist, Jehovah's Witness, Seventh-day Adventist, Episcopalian, Angelican, Mormon, etc., etc., you've been taught the the cognitive meaning, the cognitive meaning. You have not been taught the denotative meaning. You have not been taught, to, um, taught that. Definitely went back and grieve with Pastor Ray Hankins on. He states, all spiritual belief systems, religions, are based on the life, deeds, and events of eponymous. You might want to know what eponymous means. Well, we're going to get to it. People that have been culturally literalized anthropomorphized and incorporated 
into the cognitive reality of the people within that culture. All right? And eponymy is a fictional character or fictitious character who a person or a group of people name or characterize themselves after for the sake of giving validity, such as the Moors. The Moors talk about Ruth, and they talk about uh, Jesus and all these different things and believe them to be actual people that existed. But these are fictitious characters. They didn't exist. So many more are coming in with that same Christian mentality. They're, quote unquote, grand sheiks, supreme grand sheiks, national grand sheiks. Ain't teaching them shit. How to damn sing songs and tell them that Jesus means justice. They, they're not even getting this information that I'm telling you right now in their depth chamber. They're not. Not with this explanation. Not as clear as I'm giving it to you. And that's the problem. And this is why all this bickering between these various groups, the Moors, the Hebrew Israelites, or Hebrews, Israelites, uh, Christians, Muslims, Muslims, whatever. I'm all of it and more, M-O-O-R, more. You get it? That's the only way in which that I overstand this. Everything else is for not, null and void. Because Abraham did not exist. Hence, Abraham could not be the father of Christianity, Islam, or Judaism. Didn't exist. And it says so in your own Bible. That's the crazy shit. Fictitious characters. Who a person or group name or characterize them. That's why you talking about the Canaanites. No damn Canaanite. All right. I think I gave you before the science of the metaphysical meaning behind. Canaanite, Lot, Sex and His Daughters and shit, Moab. The stories are fucked up. Hannah was cursed. Why the hell fuck why be a Canaanite? Historically, we talking about what? Phoenicians. And who the Phoenicians? It was from the line of the ancient Egyptians. In fact, the Phoenicians also would be fine Hebrew stemming from the language that is not the people. Because once again, Abraham didn't exist. In fact, the name Abraham is an ancient Egyptian word. Ancient Timurian Kemet word. Ab means heart, which becomes father. Ra, of course, means light, sun, ham, cam, 
means dark complected melanin. Carbon. So once again, in eponymy is a fictitious character who a person or a group of people name or categorize themselves after for the sake of giving validity. I don't have to have validity as a more to believe in a fictitious story. I am that which that I am. I am the holy breath. I am the higher self. I am the revealer of light. So please, even more for the sake of giving validity, that's all you have is for the sake of giving validity. We don't need it and can identify to their own existence. I don't need fictitious stories to identify that I am that I am. Asher, Ia, Asher, Ia. I am that which that I am. Nu, who, I am that which that I am. For example, eponymous such as Adam, Noah, Ham, Shem, Japheth, Abraham, hence Hebrews, Jacob, Moses, Jesus, Muhammad, even Osiris, Horus, so we're talking about Osar, Heru, Krishna, Buddha, Prometheus, Prometheus, Adon, Quasicorto, Mithra, Zoroaster, and others are used by some to claim their place as God's chosen people to give themselves validity. Sorry. There's stories. Now, you don't believe me? Let's go to the Bible. Since many of y'all go buy the Bible, well, hopefully you didn't go buy this verse. Holy Bible, New Testament, Galatians 4, 21, 46, I mean 26, it says here, Tell me that the desire by the under the law be not hear the law. For it is written that Abraham and his two sons, the one by bondmaid and the other by a free woman, but which was of or who was of the bondwoman was born after the flesh. Hence Ishmael. <clears throat> Ishmael, that would have been Ishmael. So hence those who claim to be Arabs are born after the flesh, since that's the name that they took on. Epiphanizing it. But that of the free woman was by promise. Hallelujah. Which things are an allegory? There it is. It tells you right there. This shit is the allegory. Y'all don't believe that Abraham, uh, his wife, Hagar, his other wife, Sarai, or Sarah, all that shit is metaphysical because Abraham becomes Abram. And Abram or Abraham, um, wife is called Sarah Swati, Sarai. See, this this is the trick shit. This is the trick shit. Hagar is Mount Sinai, as it says here. 
And she was an Egyptian, according to the story. And had Ishmael. So if Hagar is a Mount Sinai in Arabia, goddamn. How did the mountain give birth to um, <laughs> Ishmael? You see this dumb shit? Well, these things are two covenants. They're covenants. That's why shit don't make sense. The one from Mount Sinai, which gendereth to bondage, which is Hagar. For this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and answereth to Jerusalem, which is, which now is, and and is in bondage to her children. But Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. Now, see, Moors will have to learn how to interpret this shit correctly and stop misleading people. If you claim that you got the most advanced knowledge as Moors, then you better start teaching it then. All right? Because what we do know is that the holy breath all right, is the real science that you need to be teaching. Allah and man. And who is Allah? Allah is the father of the universe. So if Allah is the father of the universe and Allah is in man, who is the father? That is Ptah. And Ptah is in every man and every woman. And it's talking about the particular holy glands in the brain, the pineal gland, pituitary gland, hypothalamus gland, and thalamus gland. That is Ptah, the father of all. It's in the brain. And it gives you access to communicate or commune with other dimensions, other beings, outside travel called out-of-body experience, astral travel, soul travel. So, we know that the holy breath and the higher self, right? That's what we do know is what you should be studying. Instead, you got Negroes still debating on who is the supreme grand sheik. Where's the charm? Ridiculous. I don't give a fuck. Don't come to me with that bullshit. I will smash you. Not this type of party. Not this type of party. So let's look at it. In a one-on-one. In a one-on-one. So here it is, right in the Bible, and it sounds very familiar. It does. Let's look at it. Let's look at it. So, who is Allah? Allah is the father of the universe. All right? That's who Allah is. Father of the universe. Alright, let's, let's go a little bit further. 
What is ought? Ought is a law. Can truth change? Truth cannot change a past way. What other name do we give truth? Holy breath. Hmm. What do you have to say about the holy breath? All we can say is, it's great. It is good. It was. It is. And evermore. Amen. Mm-mm-mm. See? So, let's, let's keep looking at this. And see, when you're debating, you got Negroes debating, debating Hebrew morals. And look, what did Allah, why did Allah send Jesus to the earth? Now, understand what this Jesus is now. Jesus is justice. Jesus symbolizes the breath. To save the Israelites from the iron hand oppression of the pale-skinned nations of Europe, who were governing a portion of Palestine at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, let's go a little bit further. What people represents the lower self? Those who were cast out of the holy city, and those who accept the teaching. What is the higher self? Oh, the higher self is the mother of virtues and the harmonies of life and breeze, just mercy, love, and right. Can the higher self pass away? No. Why? Because it is a law in man. Okay? So, notice in here, it says, that one by the Abraham had two sons, one by the bondmaid and the other by a free woman. So bondmaid for this Hagar, who is the bondmaid, is Mount Sinai in Arabia and answers to Jerusalem. So she's supposed to be answering to Jerusalem, which is now which now is and is in bondage with her children. But Jerusalem, which is above, so Jerusalem, which we say is a city, is above Mount Sinai, which is a mountain? Is that what I'm supposed to interpret here? See, this this shit is allegory. See, you got to understand what is taking place. But Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. So Jerusalem symbolizes the mother of us all. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay. The mother of us all. Well, let's keep looking. Because what is the higher self? The higher self is the mother of the virtues and harmonies of life and breathes justice, mercy, love, and right. God himself is the mother. Just like Jerusalem is the mother. And is above. You get it? That's about your higher self. Sarai. Sarah. Her child. Jacob. Israel. Symbolizes Jerusalem and being above. Above what? Above the lower self. But there's two cells, remember? How many cells are there? Two. Name them, higher self and lower self. 
what people represent the higher self, the angels who protect the holy city of Mecca. Hence, Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. What people represent the lower self, those who were cast out of the holy city and those who accepted their teachings. Remember, Hagar left. Hagar left because allegedly of the jealousy of Sarai, for Sarah was too old to have children. And then, of course, you get the story that she had children in her 90s. Well, in particular, she had Jacob, who becomes Israel. See, this is all allegories. Allegories are intentionally chosen as a means for communicating knowledge. Allegory dramatizes cosmic laws, principles, processes, relationships, and functions, and expresses them in a way easy to understand. Once the inner meanings of the allegories has been revealed, they become marvels of simultaneous scientific and philosophical completeness and conciseness. The more they are studied, the richer they become. All right. This is why Prophet Nubadrali told us as Moors not to throw the Bible away. The inner dimensions of the teachings embedded with, um, into each story makes them capable of revealing several layers of knowledge according to the stage of development of the listener. The secrets are revealed as one evolves higher. The higher we get, the more we see. It is always there. The Egyptian, ancient, or present-day Galadi did and did not believe the allegories as historical facts. So that means the ancient Egyptians did not believe it, which the Gnostics surely come from. That means that the Ethiopians, who the Egyptians was a colony of, did not believe it, as we see. So the Ethiopians, or the Abyssinians, or Kushites, the Egyptians and the Gnostics did not believe their stories to be historical facts. That is only you believe that. They believed in them in the sense that they believed in the truth behind the stories, as I do. There's truth behind these stories, and I'm breaking them to you. The Christian seemingly religion throw, throw it away, threw away, and lost the very soul of their meaning when it's when it's mistranslated, the ancient Egyptians' allegorical language into alleged history, instead of viewing it as a spiritual allegory, the result was a pathetic, a goddamn serious pathetic, blind faith in a kind of kind of emotional and superstitious supernaturalism, and effectively aborted the real power of the story allegory to transform the life of the individual, because now you believe. That it was only an Albion of the pale skin race that came 2,000 years ago. You must be able to put your sins and burdens upon hell. Because you don't want to take responsibility for self. Right? Go check out the website, www.egypt-tahudi.org. So, as we said, Adol broth is Yah. Yahweh. Yahuwah, Yahawa, however you want to pronounce it, which is one of the major titles of Taudi. 
without a wisdom is Yah or Jah, as in Jehovah, meaning the crescent moon. He is called Ayah, who he. The letters who he turns backwards or I, or rather, Yahivahe, the sacred name of God. In this form, he symbolized the crescent moon, Yah. Now, you need further information. Uh, the Black Man Family of the Now um, by Dr. Ben Yakinen, he speaks about this information in that book. Tahuti's often seen image is that of an ibis, crane-headed bird, right? And this ibis was called Habu or Habai. In the ancient Egyptian, Metunetra, Habai is pronounced Habwa. All right? Hawa was corrupted into Hawa, right? Which is Eve name in Hebrew, Yahweh, or Hawa, which means the mother of all living things, mother of all living. It symbolizes the Kundalini. The name Yahuwah actually is the sound beat made by the heart. Hawah, 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 Hawah. The Tetragrammaton letters, Yahivahe, symbolizes the four amino acids or proteins, the building blocks of life, and the four chambers of the heart. Put your fingers, two fingers in your ears, and listen closely. Yahuwah, Yahuwah, Yahuwah. So, we know that the four letters, in Hebrew, Yahivahe symbolizes the form or structure of man. You just simply write them over top of each other. Yad, which is in numerals, geometry, symbolizes fire or Ra. Yahe symbolizes water, newt. E is number five, so hence 10 and 5 becomes 15. Yahivah equals 21, as Wa Ava is 6, which symbolizes air. 10, 5, 6 is 21. Then you have Yahivahe equals 26, which is earth, which symbolizes Geb, and He again is 5, so hence 10, 5, 6, 5 equals 26. And 2 plus 6 equals eight. Eight, as in the eight divided cells of mitosis. Yahivahe equals Yahuwah, which equals man, which is the mind. And or Yahewah, Yahawah, womb man equals universal mind. All right, so we can birth ideas, all right, from the lower, right, from the lower, quote-unquote, lower self, as we can birth ideas from the higher self. 
All four amino acids arrange three at a time as a double-stranded helix. Combined equals 72. Yahivahe. The four amino acids that we talk about is thymine, adenine, cetosine, and guanine. Right? The entire DNA is written using a code of only four letters, namely T-A-C-G, thymine, adenine, cetosine, and guanine. First DNA is transcribed into long strands of messenger RNA by using the above four letters in groups of three, and these triplet coding contains the copy code. The sequence of these triple groups represents a chain specific atom amino acids found in various enzymes and proteins. Okay? And these four is out of 20 amino acids that provide the fundamental building blocks for which all human life is constructed. Right? Here it is. It's called blastopores, dividing cells of mitosis. And these same eight correlates to the eight cells that formed your physical body into existence. This is symbolic to Idolabroth and his seven children. Hence, eight. One plus seven is eight. In ancient Egyptian, Kemetic Temerian philosophy is the same thing. Atum produced his children, Shu, Newt, and from Shu and Newt, um, excuse me, Shu and Tefnut came Geb and Newt. And then from Geb and Newt came Osar, Oset, Nebhet, and Sut. So from Atum came the eight. And it says that Dalabroth, which we refer to as Yahweh, uh, excuse me, Yahshua, because Shu is in the middle between Yahweh, Yahshua, Jehovah, uh, uh, I should say, Yahashua, all right, as we can say. So Jesus can also be seen as Shu, as we said earlier, where Shu can be known as a dollar bro. As Shu was the first begotten son. But these eight dividing cells is what formed the physical body into existence. And these same eight cells still reside right now at the base of your spine in which that this is where the Kundalini is projected from. Your life is projected from that area. Because Allah, arm, leg, leg, arm, head, is the acronym. All right? If you add the phallus, it becomes Allahi. The I and the dot, the, of course, um, 
The dot symbolizes the sperm, semen. And of course, the line of the eye symbolizes the phallus. It symbolizes man. Woman is a lahu. Well, the youth symbolizes the uterus, the womb. Now, together, we become Allahumma, which is the Elohim, the Alpha, Omega, beginning and ending. Or Al-Om, Al-Om, Al-Om is Alim, meaning universe or and all-knowing. Remember when Adam had sex with Eve, she conceived, or it says that he knew Eve. Adam knew Eve, and she conceived. So sex is a way of knowing each other. And so, of course, if you only practice the sacred sciences of what we call Tantra Kriya Yoga. All right? My grandmaster, Sonyata Saraswati, is the person with that I recommend you study. So the Gnostic sect honored the snake. They did not view the snake as a seducer who led the first couple into sinful behavior. Rather, they saw it as a liberator who brought knowledge to Adam and Eve by convincing them to eat up the tree of knowledge and good and evil and thus to become fully human, all right, the serpent symbol, the Ouroboros, the Ouroboros, all right, which is the Uraeus as it becomes. This ancient symbols, all right, Dragon swallows his own tail, forming a circle, meaning um, psycholidity. All right? Unity or infinity. In Gnosticism, this serpent symbolizes eternity and the soul of the world. Soul of the world. See? Now you might begin to start understanding why the individual known as Albert Pike wrote his morals and dogma at Mason's worship the serpent, the snake, because that was seen in Gnostic sects, right, which is the ancient Egyptian sect or teachings from the ancient mystery school system. They did not see the snake in that. It also symbolized currency, electricity, life, hence even the renewal of life, the resurrection. When the snake shed its skin, it symbolized the resurrection, in essence, the renewal, the born again. All it is is from looking at the snake. Okay? So in ancient Egypt, they have Tata, which of course becomes Satan. And not in um, Genesis 3, uh, 1, 15, 1 through 15, it says this. And he, serpent, said unto the woman, Yea, have God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree in the garden? And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God do know that in the day ye shall eat thereof, that your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And the woman said to the serpent, beguiled. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field, and upon the belly thou shalt go, 
and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. Now, as you see here, Sata had legs. That means that God cut his legs off, made them rendered, uh, you know, to nothing but the dust. So now you see snakes just slithering around on the dust, you know, in the dust, right, on the ground. But you go to the ancient Egyptian story, go to the Book of the Dead. Missed over the Book of the Dead by Jay, um, by um, E. Wallace Budge. It's actually called the Book of um, of the Mouth Open Ceremony, Twenty-four by Day and Night, the Papyrus of Ani. But this is translated by him, and he says this chapter of making the transmission into the serpent, Sata. So here, the Gnostics gained their knowledge about becoming the snake. Because it's about the resurrection of the Kundalini. A man can become immortal like Sata by repeating prayers to identify himself with the nature, God, the great serpent Sata. God of the earth, man, was immortal because he was regenerated every day in the womb of the sky nature newt. Now, the Bible goes on to tell you that they didn't really have a problem with the serpent either because just like Sata, Jesus called the son of man. And if you read New Testament, John 3.14, not John 3.16, but 3.14. And as, a, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man be lifted up. So here goes Jesus comparing himself to the serpent. Well, he also said be um, gentle, um, as a dove, you know, and and um, basically intelligent as a serpent, wise as a serpent. And so be gentle as a dove and wise as a serpent. But here, he's comparing himself to the serpent that was lifted up by Moses in the wilderness. And so he must be lifted up. Hence, the Kukulini which is a serpentine fire, must be lifted up inside of you. Right? In 1979, Elaine Pagels published a popular book, The Gnostic Gospels, which details the suppression of some of um, the writings from the Nathamity um, text by early bishops of of the Christian church. Okay? Even, so Jesus compared himself to it, but here we have Osiris, or Saw, also called Ani, who also goes into it. He said, who words is truth, saying, I am the serpent Sata, who years are infinity. I lay down dead. I am born daily. I am the serpent Sata. I Satanta, come Satan, the dweller of the utmost part of the earth. The part of the earth is my inside of your parts. But because your Sata or Satanta, Satan, your Luciferian serpentine fire is at the base of the spine and must be lifted up like Jesus said. Um, Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must Jesus do so also. You must lift up your Jesus. Hence, you must breathe to raise the Kukulini energy. Right? I am born, I become new, 
I renew my youth every day. No. Santa. Satan. The dweller of the utmost part of the earth. They derive the concept of Satan dwelling in hell. Christianity. But is located in the inner parts of the earth. Meaning your physical body. So the original priesthood of the serpent nature set as in Satan in ancient Kemetic Sumerian Egypt survived for 25 recorded dynasties, right? 3,200 3, uh, BC to 700 BCE. The serpent was often the symbol of God's alter ego, the black sun, which symbolized the spirit of night and or or of death. He combined with the solar disk as a um, guide during his dark hours, right? In other words, at home. All right, set. The pattern was the same as in same in Osaru, Osiris, set. Inky, Enlil, Bal, Yam, Apollo, Python, Cain, or Abel, Cain. The dark god was the light god as adversary, not because he was originally viewed as evil, but because he represented a sleeping or quiescent phase of the same god. Set, Sata, or Series B was originally a Attic Egyptian stellar letter deity, right? The cyclo counterpart of the solar of Heru, which is Horus, symbolizes Series A. Also, his mom, um, all set, symbolizes Series A. Hence, the Black Madonna and Child. Hence, the Eastern Star, all of that good stuff, which corresponds to the Greek Apollo underground serpent form Python. Even the so-called Jews named um, Apollon the spirit of the pig. Apollon is mentioned in New Testament Revelation 9-11. They had a king over them, the angel of the abyss. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon, the destroyer. And in Greek, he was had the name Apollon, right? Sata being the coherent um, snake phallus penis living in a Ionic offices, vaginal canal, and Osset's um, Isis temple, female body, and giving oracles life. But later, the cult of Osar, Osiris, and Osset, Isis, as set as an evil principle. As a technically in the comedic Egyptian philosophy, the god Set, Seta or Seth, biblical character that replaced his brother Abram, Seth was originally good, stands for the um, force of chaos and destruction or evil misplaced. He was the manifestation of Apep or Typhon. Tech, all right, opposers of the principles of light, 
Right, this is Mary Hopes and Practical Egyptian Magic. All right, so we're going to end that right there for the night. All right, so this is the Gnostics teachings. You have to understand what is really taking place. You know, a lot of y'all read, you know, or listen to, you know, information concerning concerning this, you know, Gnostics teachings, but yet don't fully understand what's, you know, what is, you know, the origin of it. And how it comes from out of Ethiopia from the Kushites, hence the Egyptians, who still have the writings on the wall to verify um, the, that those principles. All right, so we want to make sure that you understand that as you can continue studying, you have these keys, the keys, the keys on to put together. All right. Continue now for days, weeks, months, and years to come. We're moving towards our most cherished goals of health, wealth, knowledge of ourself. All right. All good things, protection, security, better economic condition, and full contentment. Every action, enterprise, and endeavor which we wish to be involved is bringing increasing rewards. We have so much joy, happiness, success, and abundance in our life that we're able to help share with those who are sincere along the way. We're moving closer toward the oneness of God and goddess and the full release of our higher inner self. Shay, we out, y'all. Peace.